Earth is the experiment of, of free will, of amnesia. Okay, let's see. No rules, no memory. A lot of ancient souls will come in here because they're ready for this. And then let's see what they create on their own and let's see if they find their way home. Okay, it is the ultimate challenge for soul. Yeah. It's, and it's, like, it's, it's like, been a shit show, right? For It's kind of a shit show too. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Awaken Now What. I'm your host, JR. And I'm your co-host, Helen. Awaken Now What is a podcast that illuminates your spiritual awakening and ascension. Today, we have a guest, Vaughn Galt. Let's welcome Vaughn, everyone. Welcome, Vaughn. Yay! I'm so excited to be interviewed by you two. We're excited to have you here. So uh, a little bit about yourself. Uh, you're a QHHT practitioner. You're the author of the Buddhist Mandala series. You're a pre-life planner, and you're the host of the very successful podcast, Merkaba Chakras. Uh, now, you are very popular on YouTube, but for our listeners who aren't familiar with you or your material, do you mind uh, telling us a little bit about yourself? What I do like to, to, to see is I like to see my reality reflected in the content I put out there in terms of people, more people awakening, more people getting six senses, more people looking for resources to help live a high vibe life in a fifth dimensional consciousness. And so when I see more of that, I'm very happy that I am pitching in and raising that consciousness and that frequency. But um, my background really short is I'm from Laos, I'm Laotian, and uh, I live here in in the United States, in Seattle, Washington. And um, all my life, I grew up going to different Buddhist monastic temples and monasteries in the United States, also in Laos, because my family funds the restoration of um, artwork in all of these temples, because artwork is very important because that's how we pass down folklore which is tribal knowledge about how to do things. And it, we pass down cultural knowledge and information through the images because literacy has over time become an issue. So art is how we pass on, down tribal knowledge. Um, and so I had studied these murals all my life in all these temples because I got bored with the basics of Buddhism, which is how not to be a douchebag and continue to create karma. So you keep coming back on trying to undo old karma and you get stuck in the wheel of Dharma. So I totally understood that. I got bored of that. That's not my lesson. So I studied the artwork and I was the kid that ran around all the monasteries looking at the artwork, playing with the ducks, trying to swim and hang out with um the lotuses in the lotus ponds and oftentimes the young student monks and nuns would come out and watch the children make sure that they don't destroy anything and that's where I got most of my understanding about Buddhist mandalas which is your merkaba your oral field all the artwork in these monasteries have pictures of the master teacher like Kuan Yin, like the first Buddha, Siddhartha Gautama Shakyamuni, like Yeshua Ben Yosef, Miriam Magdalene, so many others, they all have these huge aura fields. And basically these aura fields is sacred geometry. It's uh, your Christ consciousness, consciousness, crystalline consciousness. And that aura field is fluid so it can go up in frequency or down in frequency and depending on the frequency it resonates at it will bring you to a matching physical reality in which you are experiencing engaging engaging in in this sojourn and that's basically it 
Uh, that's the secret to this whole thing. You're basically having a physical incarnation within existence, which is, just, which is samsara, and you have dominion over this physical reality. However, many of you are getting caught up in the Dharma wheel and the psyops in each reality, so you get stuck in certain realities. And, um, and that's what I learned growing up. And I had many monks and nuns growing up in many temples, all the senior monks and nuns would stop in the middle of their lectures to see who was the high frequency individual that just walked in the door. And oftentimes they would go from my dad to my mom um, and they would come down to my older sister and then they would come down to me, which was a little girl that was just basically looking around for something to do. And they were oftentimes very shocked that it's a little girl that has this high teacher energy field. And um, teachers in Buddhism have lions in their aura field, which I have in past interviews mm. shown my Merkaba, which has lion heads on an eight-spoke wheel of Dharma. And that's what my voice, the image of my voice is a eight-spoke wheel of Dharma with lions on top of the p- pillars, just like you see in all the Buddhist temples. And so there was that confirmation, the senior monks having confirmation, and they understood that I was too young. I didn't come into my material yet, and I wasn't comfortable talking about the great library and my uh, splinter of memories uh, working in the great library in the pre-life, in the spirit world, consulting toku, which in Buddhism, toku are advanced souls that's had more than one soldier within samsara. They've come out of nirvana and they've incarnated into physical reality in earth in different planets in different dimensions etc to have their sojourn for whatever their intended purpose was so i wasn't comfortable and ready to speak about that until i wrote my buddhism books which came forth after 20 years of researching metaphysics consciousness energy healing um all of these scientific advancements in these areas that substantiated what I already knew. So now I have the academic backings of the stuff that I already knew growing up. And so now I feel comfortable talking about this as a pre-life planner who's incarnated in the physical form. The other confirmation is, like you said earlier, JR, I'm a QHHT practitioner, which is from the former hip hypnotist and author Dolores Cannon. And she has a method for for hypnosis, which is deep meditation. Um, And I also use other modalities of quantum hypnosis as well, which is beyond quantum healing. Those are two most popular people know about in this space. But in Buddhism, we've been using hypnosis as deep meditation for as long as, as they remember it to tap into the spirit world and um, get clarity on things that we have questions about. But in modern times, those are the modalities that I use. And my clients get sent to me from their um, spirit guides, their angels, their ancestors on the other side, from their alien collective family that sent them to me. And there's usually some metaphysical reason for why, why they get sent to me, like the computer broke down, they turned it on, my website was up there all of a sudden, et cetera. So lots and lots of stories for weird ways in how they find me. And the reason why they found me is because I helped them pre-life plan their incarnation. They were one of the toku that came here for a certain reasons to raise consciousness and to help heal through raising consciousness. And so, confirmation from all these clients since I started offering it to the public in 2012 mm-hmm. were over and over again all these clients all the, over the world going I recognize you I remember you you told me to do uh-huh. this you told me to do that I didn't listen to you <laughs> I'm stuck. Uh-huh. so so after after like 10 or so years of getting these clients all over the world through quantum hypnosis validate what all these other people have been saying I finally accepted. Okay, fine. I'm a pre-life planner from the spirit world. And let's talk about why you're stuck in the wheel, Dharma. <laughs> so that's, that's kind of the rundown of um, kind of how I got into the space. Uh, just a curious question on my end. So all of your clients, you basically counseled them uh, as a pre-life planner. 
and you got confirmation from this through your hypnotherapy sessions? Well, before I even do the quantum hypnosis sessions, um, like they reach out to me and I ask them, ask them, how did you find me? And they said, I was listening to a Dolores Cannon. I was looking for a metaphysical um, practitioner. I was looking for, you know, whatever. And then um, your site popped up. One of your blog articles pop up uh, something or my my spirit guide told me go look just look again just look again for a practitioner in these areas search these keywords and it'll pop up so most of them basic basically start with the conversation you're gonna think i'm crazy and i'm gonna say no and they say okay my my spirit guide or my dead grandmother told me to search these and find you. I've been waiting my whole life to find you. And I just had somebody in Utah that I've been waiting my whole life to find you to, wow. to heal these issues so I can finish my task here. And, um, or they'll say my alien collective I have dreams about is telling me go and find Dawn, 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 it's Vaughn. <laughs> so, and so they would search. And so I have all these interesting stories, metaphysical stories of how they find me. And it's usually motivated by um, their spirit posse, which is their ancestors, their alien collective, if they're part from, if they're a reincarnation of a, of a starseed descendant. Um, and the spirit guide of, of different dimensions or realms, all these different other interdimensional higher dimensional beings get them to find me and then they find me and they we connect either come to my house or do it online for uh, the remote version of hypnosis bqh and oftentimes they just uh, are in shock because they're like i recognize you i know you we had this conversation i was like yes you had this conversation in spirit world you're back here again <laughs> Okay, so I'm going to ask you to do something that you're probably not comfortable with and not used to. I'm going to ask you to be quiet and listen and do the homework I asked you to do because there's a reason why you're back here. You've been running around in circles, okay? So I need you to check your ego at the door and follow these steps so you can move forward, accelerate your path into your ascensioning process and work on your six senses and, and get to the thing that you came here to complete. So you, when you go back to Nirvana, or back to spirit world, if you don't want to go back to Nirvana, you completed your mission, okay? Mm -hmm. So, and at that point, 99% of them are receptive. There's always that 1% who's still kind of stubborn. So I'm like, okay. Some need the tough love approach. Like yeah, that. yeah. So I don't counsel because I'm not a counselor. I don't have a, a, a psychology degree or anything else. I'm just a Buddhist practitioner who happens right. to use different energy healing modalities, uh, like quantum hypnosis, to help my clients. Kind of like if you were going to go to a psychic or medium, it's entertainment. That's the mm -hmm. pathway that I go into. This just entertainment. Mm -hmm. So um, and so, then we we go over their client intake form to see. What has transpired so far? What brought them to my office? And then we do the quantum hypnosis session to talk to source, to talk to deceased loved ones, to talk to whatever they need to talk to, to get that clarity at, that they need. Mm -hmm. And then they go home with their recording, with material. If they had read my books, I send my books because I answered a lot of their questions. And then I give them homework depending on what they're here to do. And some people only have five lines of homework. Some people will have 15 lines of homework. Mm -hmm. And then I say, reach out to me when you're done with your homework. Don't call me any sooner. <laughs> I don't really care about your money, okay? I got other people that's hitting me up too. And you need to do your homework. Right, right. That's amazing. So reincarnation and pre-life planning process. Uh, what are the specifics of it? How do we get into it? What What is your process uh, during the pre-life planning um, process of, of the soul? Okay, so there is no cookie cutter process for, um, for how you create your pre-life plan, okay? Mm -hmm. So I, I, I'll have to say this because I do get some pushback from people of 
certain religions like Christian and God bless the Christians. I love them. Okay. I have nothing against the Christians or even against anybody of any other faith system because they all take you back to source. They all take you back to God, take you back to Nirvana at some point. But um, the thing is, is that there is Nirvana and Samsara, Nirvana and Samsara. Nirvana is the space, the spiritual emptiness, the mm. black void, the blue screen of all creation. There's nothing there. It's just bliss and peace with source, with God, whatever you want to call that creator being. That The Lord Buddha is source, okay? The one main Buddha, universal mind. All the Buddhist mirrors all go up to one main Buddha, which is the creator. Anyways, um, so there's no argument there. It's just the creator, it's just source, the Lord. And we all are fractal aspects of that spirit, okay? Mm-hmm. We are spirits, we're fr- incarnating in different versions to come into existence, which is samsara, physical existence, to engage with the creations directly. So when when the Lord wants to take a break from being everything, it will just focus on being just Helen. Mm. It will focus on being just JR. This is their break. This is its break, okay? Instead of bringing everything, sometimes it'll just slightly focus on just you and uh, see what cool. your journey is and what experiences right. are you having within Samsara? How are you engaging with creation? And how are you using the tools to have the most beneficial and loving creations uh, as possible in this physical dimension? That's basically it. Okay, so we're all connected, good, bad, all of it. We're all going through a sojourn. We all go back to Nirvana, even the bad people. Okay, they just go to an alternative school for rehab when they go to the <laughs> other side. Okay, all right. They're they're in it, depending on how you look at it and certain levels how you look at it. You can see some of the really devious souls that just do not want to learn as demons as you know satanists whatever negative negative aliens whatever you want to call them you can see the lower dimensions as hell or lower astral planes or whatever you want to call it it doesn't matter if it exists it exists within the consciousness of the lord of the creator okay just like there's a yin and a yang in every yin, there's a little bit of the yang. In every yang, there's a little bit of the yin. Because in creation, there needs to be some kind of mirror of opposite in order for you to mirror back that you exist. Mm. There needs to be a one and a zero, a up and a down, a right and a left, a male and a female. Mm-hmm. There always needs to be an op. Batteries need a positive and negative charge. They don't look at the other and say, now you stop being so negative. However, in the higher dimensions of positivity within the yin and yang structure, the negative is like the very tippy top of the lower astral plane. It's like the positive of the lower astral. And for the negative, the positive, the little positive aspect is like the lowest part of the higher higher positive plane. Do you get that? Basic concept. That's just the reality of, of how some star physical existence is created if you didn't want to have a physical sojourn you would stay with source in infinitely in the spiritual emptiness of bliss with source and um, most people don't know what nirvana is like because they don't leave and when they leave they can't express what it's like because it's just too much it's just too much abundance of positivity it's just it's basically the creator. So how do you express that in words and, and right, visuals? Right. It's just so much. So you don't ever leave. But sometimes they do leave. Okay? Sometimes they do leave. And source will pump out some of these uh, source code souls, these toku, to do a soldier and to do a bodhisattva journey. We have uh, some beings within samsara earth in the 21st century they're going to transcend 
from the third dimension of consciousness to a higher dimension of consciousness. And so they need some help in this transition. It's going to be a crazy ride and you're probably going to regret it. <laughs> is there any volunteers? I apparently I raised my hand. And you apparently regretted it. Yeah. <laughs> is there any volunteers? Yeshua did it. And so did many others. So, um, but, but yeah, so that's basically what happens and some of these uh some of these source code souls that came here are for instance for example um david r hawkins the mental health doctor who wrote power versus force he even says that he remembers members being in spirit world with god directly totally happy was not happy to be pushed out and be incarnated as a little boy waking up into a physical body on earth but he completed his job which was to bring the map of consciousness um so we can calibrate people's Merkabas. Also, there are many, many others as well. So these are Toku source code souls that came here. And then you also have ancient souls that's had incarnations in different star systems, different dimensions that are very, very advanced. And in order to help them complete their mission to integrate new cultures into the fold of the the greater cosmos they needed to send one of their own to incarnate as that that uh human being on earth to bring back to their their collective what is it like what are we working how do these people think la 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 la, la all these other kind of things they needed they basically needed their own people to do intel okay and then leave a little bit of positivity before they left and these people are what also we call toku because they're ancient starseed souls now so those are the two the two type of toku in buddhism they're just ancient starseed souls and what happens is before they incarnate into a physical reality we're just going to talk about humans on earth in the 21st century in this transition to higher realities of consciousness and of reality. Um, they meet with their pre-life planner. It's kind of like if you were to go on a vacation and then you talk to a consultant and your consultant goes, well, where do you want to go on vacation? Okay, you want to go to Barbados. What do you want to do? I want to snorkel, I want to do this. I want, okay, all right, perfect. Or they go, I don't know what I want. There's just so much and they say, go out to the library and go and read all the other books of everybody else's lives that they have experienced. So you open up books and you immerse yourself in that book and you experience it as, as if it's you. And then you got the download of, oh, what was it like to be Cleopatra? What was it like to be, you know, Einstein, blah, 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 whatever. And then you narrow it down and you go back to your pre-life planner or your guidance counselor or your tourism consultant whatever you want to call it so you go back to your pre-life planner and they and then they go through okay you narrow it down all right so now you want to go to have your sojourn or vacation um in barbados you want to have these experiences so now you need the proper equipment to have that experience so i'm not going to give you um basic swim gear a swimming suit and say go off and go and and swim with the sharks or go and swim with the whatever deep sea dive with just that basic no you need the proper equipment to have the experience that you came here to have so they will give you the proper snorkeling gear and the proper connect with the proper people that you need to connect to so you can get to that location so you can have that deep sea diving experience in beautiful barbados and so those are all the people that you come across in your life that you go, how do I, you just seem so familiar. It's just like deja vu. I just know I'm supposed to meet you. Oh my God, it's like it's supposed to meet you. You just fit right in. They were contracted to provide that connection so you can have your experience. Okay, that's kind of how it works. And then you have your experience and you go back home and you tell everybody about your last experience. And then you can just stay home or you can go on vacation again. <laughs> that's, that's a simple idea. Okay. Great analogy. Great metaphor. Um, 
do the planners account for the soul's karma? Do they take that into account? Do they plan their karma? Or is that separate? Okay, so we went, we, I just gave you a quick analogy to understand intentions and goals. So everybody set out a certain goal that they want. And most advanced souls just want to experience like the best of the best. So they become food critics or they become book writers or they become tour guides or, you know, they want to experience the best of the best. So, or they become like business tycoons. Like, ooh, I want to learn how to make a lot of money. And like, and it's like, one thing after another, they get the promotions and they get the da da da, da and you're like, how is this so? Because it's all pre-planned for them, okay? That's why sometimes the people are the, who are the the riches, you wonder how they get there because they're just not connected in there. There's like, there's a lot of loose screws. It's because it's planned for them to have that experience. So don't be, you know, envious of other people's soldiers that they set up for themselves. You just need to find out what you're set up for, so you can have the best ride for yourself and then i went over the parameters for your incarnation okay so that's like uh the the body you have the race the class the religion the blah 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 the list goes on okay and then if you've already had incarnations in the past and you created old karma which is basically old life lessons that you have yet to overcome all right that's what that's really what all dense energy is. Karma is just dense energy that you have yet to transcend. You have yet to forgive, let go, learn from it so you don't do it again and repeat it unconsciously in another lifetime. Those do come in if you have those. It doesn't matter how many lifetimes you had. You can have one lifetime and have a whole bunch of old debts, or you can have many and only have like maybe two or three to, to let go of. So depending on those old dense issues you have yet to transcend and grow from, they will be factored in. So for example, uh, and I get this with my hypnosis clients where they really want to attract a wonderful um, partner in their life. They want a, a love companion, but they just, for whatever reason, keep attracting the same person that cheats on them, okay? Mm -hmm. Over and over again, they don't understand. They, they, they date different types, the same person. And so when they go through their pre-life um, plan and they go through their past lives, they come across a life that they did not forgive that person. Mm. That person keeps coming back in different lifetimes as different things, trying to figure out how to forgive each other, learn from it, all that kind of stuff, um, transmute that relationship. And so once they understand that and they go, okay, for example, the reason why I keep attracting this person to cheat is because I'll take a, a case of a client. This was her exact issue. She kept attracting somebody like her father who has was alcoholic and would when he was alcoholic, he did things that he didn't re recognize or want to do when he was drunk. And one of the things was he's a womanizer when he drinks at the bars and then he regrets it afterward, but he has this bad habit that he needs to fix because he had learned it from his lifetime or his childhood, learning it from his parents. And so he was just busy picking up an old program from his parents and re unconsciously continuing that program. And it carried on to this woman who was attracting someone much like her dad. And so when she understood that and she transmuted that and go, okay, I get why I keep attracting this type. Now I understand why I attract this type. I forgive it. I let it go. And in the hypnosis, I talk to, through my client, I have my client talk to the higher self of her father, whether he's alive or deceased, help him understand why, why that transpired in his life, showed him that. And then sometimes we'll even go another generation back to his childhood where there was a pivotal moment in his childhood where he first picked up this pattern of behavior and talked to that child version of the father to talk to and correct that timeline where this all started. So now we're fixing generational patterns that did not serve three generations, all went back to my client. And now my client understands that, transmutes it, is no longer needing this life lesson to attract. So now she's no longer interested in these type of guys. And she, and very quickly within six months, she attracted a mate that is 
perfect for her. They talk about things. They're very mature. They're sharing stuff. They're having a baby. I mean, she's just as happy as can be. But that's what it takes is to stop and really look at these patterns, these programs that we have picked up and where did they come from so that we can transmute that old karma. And so when we learn that lesson, you no longer need that lesson. And so when you go, you've lived this life and if you reincarnate again in another lifetime, if you choose to reincarnate, because it's optional to reincarnate, but it is the fastest way to uh, accelerate your path in the spirit world to go into newer experiences because it's just like when you go to school they ask you for the prerequisites do you know basic reading or writing to go to this next class oh you need to get really good because you're going to you're going to struggle in this next class so we recommend you take these courses and so then you're going back and you take these lifetimes that have certain aspects so that you can get the certain skills that you need so that when you go into another next level um, curriculum or sojourn you'll have a more fun time and not struggle as much as uh, as if you didn't take the prerequisites. And that's all these lifetimes are, just prerequisites for greater and grander experiences in higher and higher dimensions. Right, right. That's it, that's it. So, um, so you know, yes, you guys at some point have, through some kind of philosophy or, or belief system, accepted that there's a God, great, that's basics. <laughs> good for you um <laughs> yes we're all connected we're all one you understand how right. some stars created polarity duality oh, great you understand <laughs> the purpose of negative beings and where how they got lost in the soldier and you understand the lower dimensions and how they they all struggle to overcome their um their de inner demons because most people aren't in the lower astral realms or what some people call hell because of uh, they're not sitting there playing over and over again like the demon's going to beat me up. What they're playing over and over again is their life lessons that they feel that they keep on um, punishing themselves with. That's mm -hmm. what those beings, that's what those people down there are, are doing all the time is they're just punishing self for, for not being a good mom, not being a good dad, for you know not making a certain um, decision that caused pain and suffering. Those That's the hell that they play over and over again. And they just need to transcend that, forgive themselves, learn from it and move on. And then instantly they will be out of that space back into the higher dimensions of positive spirit world. So I don't want to get too far into that because there's so many different ways that um, souls will punish themselves with pain and suffering. And we get very creative. We do it here in the physical. But right. um, yeah, so anyways, yeah, karma does play into it. It's very easy when you break it down. And then when you break it down, you understand it then it's like, okay, now that you're clear and you're off the wheel of Dharma, how are you going to use the resources to create your next, next best experience for the rest of this life? And then of course, when you go back in the spirit world, you go back to Nirvana, um, you can choose your next sojourn if you want to, if you <laughs> want to, you don't have to, okay? Everybody goes to Nirvana at some point. Right. Everybody's connected to the Lord, period. So how, whatever, and whether you find that information through Yeshua ben Yosef, through Buddha, through Kuan Yin, through whoever, you know, that's fine. It all goes back to the source. Hey everyone, I hope you're enjoying the episode so far. If you're feeling overwhelmed, confused, or frustrated with your awakening, then make sure to check out our Awakened Mastery Journey. JR and I have created a 16-week masterclass to guide you on your journey to become a healer and teacher for others in this global awakening. For more information, click the link in the show notes. Now let's get back to the episode. You're basically overseeing the soul's ascension process. Um, are you in direct communication with God and source? Everybody is. Right, during the pre-life planning pro process. Yeah, because it everybody's connected in the pre-life like like for like even even now cuz it sounds like you cuz it is you and it's not you. Okay? <laughs> so even even now I I like when I'm working with a, a client, I would just instantly feel a little bit of goosebumps. And, and then I would just, it, it would feel like, okay, well now this is the information that, that 
it's coming to my mind. It'll just pop in my mind. You need to do this, this, and this. Here's some recommendations. I'll give you some homework, whatever. So, and even like, even with real world events, I don't get too much into the psyops of what's going on in whatever reality, but I did get involved with the panty because uh, my whole being and spirit was communicating in my dreams and my being that I need to be a certain side with uh, certain with medical sovereignty because that was going to direct people to a certain timeline, high or low. Right. And, um, and, and it is these decisions that we make. There are small decisions and big decisions in your, in your life. That's why when you incarnate, everything is flexible, okay? You don't have to carry out the life lessons that you set up for yourself if you learn the lesson early, okay? For example, you don't have, your bottom can be raised. Okay, if you learn the lesson early, you don't have to lose everything and get beaten up to learn to pick yourself up and make better decisions for yourself. If you can learn that with just maybe losing a little bit and a little bit of pain instead of a lot, you've learned it, you won't repeat it again. You know how to correct your mistake and how you created that experience and you move on. So everybody can raise their bottoms. Unfortunately, many people need to go really, really bottom before they realize they no long, longer want this, okay? Do people, do your clients come looking for pre-life planning or is it more like when they come for like a past life regression and then it comes up that there's questions about the pre-life plan? Most of them basically, uh, because most of my clients are, are it, the modern term is starseed and, I, and I've been accused of this. this all Vaughn talks about is new age stuff. Well, guess what? New age stuff goes back to ancient esoterics. And the, right. the, the biggest library, <laughs> the biggest library that's documented of ancient esoterics is Buddhism. Mm. Okay, because it's a monastic school, it's a university yeah. of consciousness. And there's so many, and they all add to it and add to it and add to it. And Hindu it, is also, but they've, but, um, you know, that, and the murals, the art history is also part of the canon as well. So it all goes back to, it's all the same stuff. There's nothing new in the sun. So um, there's really no point arguing, well, this sounds like new age, mumbo jumbo. It's the same stuff, okay? It's the same stuff. It all goes back to consciousness, our con direct connection with source, and how we want to live our, our sojourn. That's basically it. And if you want to spend the rest of your life poo-pooing on the basics, then that's fine. Then you go back and your pre-life parent's going to kick your butt and go, go back and learn again. You wasted another lifetime. Is pre-life planning similar or the same as fetus in the womb planning? That's just a process to the experience, the fetus in the womb, because that's one of the, the parameters. Like, you know, which parents are you going to incarnate into that's going to give you this experience that you need? So, you know, like my pre-life planning and I, I, I knew this for myself, for example, but um, one of my missions, my mission in this life is to raise consciousness and bring energy healing back to um, to the masses, bring, introduce them back to energy healing, metaphysics and consciousness, which is basic three pillars of Buddhism, metaphysics, consciousness and energy healing. Uh, the tankas, for example, was all energy healing, along with many others. Uh, bring that back to the fold, raise consciousness. And when you raise consciousness through your decisions, um, then that will put you into a parallel reality that is of higher frequency. If you made decision that is of higher frequency and resonance, uh, hence your own personal Mandela effect. So I have clients come in all the time for Mandela effects in their lives, personal Mandela effects, whereby they have a different history all of a sudden to right. why to why somebody in the family got injured in a different place than what they had experienced. Um, you know, like, or I, I do get a lot of, of Christian people who uh, want to understand why the scriptures have changing. Why is it the um, lion and the lamb no longer there? And now it's the lamb lays down with the wolf. And I have 1583 Geneva Bibles in Latin and in English so that they can verify the oldest version before the King James Version. They see it and they're like, what, what, wh why is that? And so they never get that, that information from their pastors because they don't know the ancient, ancient folklores. So, um, and so somehow their spirit guide 
send them to me and I fill in the blanks and I basically say mm. this these basics these basics you incarnated here to have a sojourn for your own soul's purpose you can you didn't plan to have a lot of suffering and pain but along the way you got lost you got caught up in everybody else's melodramas and you're stuck in the wheel of dharma by creating unnecessary karma that you never should have created in the first place <laughs> right that was not for you. So let's un let's undo some of this and get you back on your path. So you know how to navigate reality without getting burned every single time you, you know, get involved this, that, whatever. Yeah. You essentially act as one of the spirit guides from the spirit side. Is that's kind of what I'm getting, or are they a completely different team? Oh, it's all the same. It's all everybody non physical is your spirit guide. Okay. you're just putting labels on them okay. you're just putting labels on them um the, the the thing that is is most most powerful is your life review which you can have your life review when you're going through a car accident and you have your flash your whole life or oh. when you go through impactful situations in your life like maybe your child was being born or you're asking for you know, somebody's hand in marriage like really strong pivotal points in your life you'll have uh, a flash of your life review but when you die you do have your life review and the life review can seem like hell for some people if they lived it like if they lived their life with a lot of suffering and pain but basically it's this and nobody is um gets away from the their life review the life review is you experience everything you've ever touched created affected interacted with from the perspective of that person directly and from the perspective of everybody that your actions ever affected. So for example, um, when you, let's say when you harm someone, you affect the harm, you experience the harm you create to that person. And then that harm affected their family, their friends, their pets, whoever, you experience those next tier people pain from viewing it from the person that you harm and on and on and on however long however many people got affected by your actions right. wow. okay when you see it that way you're not going to want to harm anybody <laughs> okay you're going to really decide with the, and be conscious of the things that you say and do and yes sometimes some things will harm people and you can't get away with it, but you'll try to mitigate as much as possible. That's why forgiveness and grace is very, and compassion is very critical because sometimes in order to um, help somebody pick themselves up from their bottoms, you have to not enable them by letting them hit their bottoms. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so that's why it's not a cookie cutter uh, situation when you're, when when we, we pre-life plan people's um, excursions. But most people choose the loving experiences. Most people don't really have negative experiences. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's some, I mean, it seems like the easy choice, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's an easy choice. So most people are very smart. They'll, they, they'll go, ooh, that's not good. I don't want that. That's just, ooh, that's not, I'm not interested in that picture. No, no, no. So that's really good. That's really good. They see a little bit of the car accident and they just don't want any part of it. So most people um, take the the lighter path um, and pick the better path. But others need a little bit of the hard the hard lessons, and um, it's it's all part of their sojourn. So if if you see something that doesn't resonate with you and you have the ability to help them in that situation, stand up for that situation. Help correct it the best that you can and then move back on to your life but don't get too caught up right. so just light light tips to kind of help navigate the reality but yeah that's the pre-life plan and that one is the one that everybody is afraid of even and this is why some people they die they don't want to go to the spirit world because they're afraid of the pre-life plan the life review the life oh, review i'm right. um, yeah, the life review it that goes into pre-life planning of your next incarnation to correct what you're afraid to see in your life review. So a lot of ghosts, because I come across ghosts and some people come like, I have a ghost that's haunting. Da -da. And I'm like, okay, well, let's talk to the ghost, do quantum hypnosis. And it's basically 
I don't want to go to the other side because I wasn't a good father. I wasn't a good mother and I don't want to see them. I don't want to, you know, be accountable for that. You know, so they just basically put themselves in their own non-physical hell. And it's like, okay, you got to let it go. You got to go to the other side. There's a whole team to help you uh, rehab your life and, and correct your path. It's nothing to be scared of. But even, even souls, when they, their body passes on, some souls stay behind because they're afraid of the life review. Right, right. And those are what we call uh, ghosts or leftovers. Yeah. If you talk to enough of them, it's the same mama drama. Yeah. So it's like, there's nothing to be scared of. Stop being scared. Whatever your philosophies that told you to be scared, don't be scared. Um, have some faith that our creator is a whole lot more loving than you ever give it credit for because you, mm-hmm. it experienced how you got to be the way you are and experienced directly why you feel the way you are so it knows exactly the team to help you mm-hmm. clean up it's kind of like helping an addict clean up from what they created for himself so have some faith that no matter how negative horrible you think you are and maybe you are there is a whole team on the other side prepared for specifically your case right which i was gonna ask the so give the lord some credit (laughs) the thing i just i really want people to know is um because i get this message from stores all the time is don't get so hard on yourself um if you don't think you are where you need to be because you're exactly where you need to be based on the decisions that you have made um, and based on the decisions that you're making, whether they're small or big, like small decisions will decide what your next experience is in this lifetime. Big decisions will, can decide your quantum jump into a whole different timeline. Right. Okay. Like your Mandela effects where all of a sudden the line laid down, the lamb never existed. That's like a quantum jump. Ed right. McMahon delivering the price checks, yes. you know, to the front door never, never existed. Happened. Never happened. The movie Shazam with the comedian um, Sinbad, uh, you know, helping this poor interstate kid with his bullying issues and his single mom um, who's always overworking herself. That movie that we watch that I have memorized never exists. Okay. These are quantum jumps. These are quantum jumps. Okay. Or are they major, massive psyops on a, on a massive scale completed by the elite? Well, see, that's, it's, a, it's a combination. It's a combination. Okay, right. so, um, so one, when you look at pre-life planning away from the Earth mm-hmm. game, I'm going to call them games, away from the Earth game, and you look at pre-life planning in terms of the cosmos, the, the greater cosmos, okay? Earth is the experiment of, of free will, of amnesia. Like It's literally the um, a beta program. Okay, let's see. No rules. Uh, no, no memory. Okay, we'll give them some help along the way, but they, they honestly, we want like, Free will. Free, complete, absolute free will. A lot of ancient souls will come in here because they're ready for this. And then let's see what they create on their own and let's see if they find their way home. Okay, it is the ultimate challenge for souls. Yeah. It's, and it's, like, been it's, a it's been a shit show, right? For It's kind of a shit show too. <laughs> <laughs> So it's kind of like it's kind of like when you're watching a movie and you're like, right? You know, like, yeah, you. Oh my god, they made it! All right, that brings us to the now what part. Now what? The end. Yeah. Okay. So, um, let's. Advice or last pieces of guidance do you have for the listeners moving moving forward on their own life path? Right. So, um. Nothing is dire. I will say nothing is dire because there's, 
there's always grace and compassion and forgiveness if you're willing to do the work and learn and grow from that, okay? So even if you think you went the wrong way, there's a whole team here to help you. You just need to ask for help and be willing to do the work, okay? Nothing is dire. Um, if there is something that, for whatever reason, you keep coming back to it, then maybe it's part of your pre-life plan to not be scared of it, but go through that experience because the other side experience is something wonderful. Um, so that, that, that will say that. So don't live in fear. Um, remember, you guys are all connected to Christ consciousness, to source within you and each other. And um, have compassion for the people who are struggling the most to realize that. The bad people in your life, the people that we really, really do not like what they do because their life review is scary. Okay, and they're going to get the life review and some of in the in in the, the perspective of the pre life planners, some of the people in history that we all love, all the saints and all the all that kind of stuff. They were horrible people at one point in their existence. Hmm. Okay, so if you just measure them based on the bottoms of their existence. You completely cut them off the opportunity to make up for the wrongs they did in all these lifetimes and be Excalibur in their future lifetimes. So keep that in mind. Um, I know it's hard. Uh, like, like you said, JR, the elites. Um, but <laughs> have faith. But, but I will leave with this. Every single one of my uh, clients through quantum hypnosis, um, source says the same thing with every one of them. So I put it in these words. Mm -hmm. And this is what Source wants everybody to know. You've always been enough. Use the resources all around you to create the life you want to experience. A life full of joy and love. Mm -hmm. The spirit world will nudge you through synchronicity. You can do it. That's it. Amazing words from the Miss Von Galt. And where can the listeners find you? Uh, my website with all my content is MerkabaChakras.com. Perfect. Um, you so that was amazing. So amazing. Thank you for taking the time to speak with us today. If you like this episode, please subscribe. Uh, for more pre-life planning information, please join our chat on Discord. Uh, I'm JR. And I'm Helen, and that was another fabulous, fantastic episode. And it was so fun, Vault. Thank you. Thank you. Bye.